Hi, Harvey. So um, you mentioned in the release that was sent out today that this is your dream position. And I was just wondering, like, I guess, when did that sort of become a dream and how long have you been working towards it? When did it sort of start? And just sort of give us a background on all of that. That's a, that's a good question. Um, geez, honestly, it started, I would say, my freshman year here. Um, so 2006. Um, coach Lance Reynolds was he was the running back coach at the time um and I'm not gonna lie I didn't I didn't expect to I don't know for for my football career to take off the way it did I I mean I had goals to try to make it to the NFL but the reality of it was I mean there's I don't know it's a one percent that make it and so um just facing reality and stuff that, that freshman year, I, I I had told Coach Reynolds that you know I, I'd love to to get into coaching once um, my playing career and everything was all said and done. So from, from that moment on, I think as the years went by and, and getting to know Coach Reynolds and just really reflecting on a bunch of you know my former coaches, it um, it was it was kind of then I was like, all right, this is. This is what I want to do. This is what I love, and from from then on, it was yeah, it was what I felt you know passionate about. Something that I really wanted to do. What was the process like? Uh, uh, maybe why did it, it seem to have a lot of fans to take a, a, a while, take a long time, and uh, and when did you kind of throw your hat in the ring? I imagine it was the day that AJ announced he's going to Arizona. Um, yeah, the. Uh, Honestly, the process, I have no idea, like, as far as the, the timeline um, of how the hiring process goes. I can't really answer much on that. Um, I'm, I'm assuming, like, you know, Kalani and, and, and Coach Grimes and, and Tom and Brian and all those guys just probably felt the need to make sure that they were, you know, crossing their T's and dotting their I's and making sure that they they had – the right guy and the right fit and everything. So my, my guess is, you know, that, that would be part of the reason that, you know, it was a little bit longer than obviously I would want. But, um, yeah, definitely the day that, that AJ um, had taken a job in Arizona, he actually um, he had given me a call to let me know um, that, that he was going down there and then like, hey, man, I hope you're, you know, you're really thinking about this and you're going to put your hat in the ring. And, and, and go for it because he, um, yeah, he, I mean, he felt that I was definitely ready for it, and um, from there it was just, yeah, I mean, everything kind of just took off, and I just was rolling with the punches, and here I am now. So grateful for that. What was the reaction like from your wife, knowing you know with what she'd been doing at UVU, and knowing that you were going to be sticking around? Oh, uh, she's, I mean. She's always been, you know, my my number one fan from the playing days to, to now. Um, she's she's been my rock, and, and she was ecstatic. I mean, the, the whole time she um, she was just, she was pumped. She was she like we both kind of started crying, and <laughs> it, it was tough because um, for for so long, I think you know she she had been really just supporting me in everything that I have been doing football wise and, and even to going through the grinding years of being a GA and, um, you know, the, the 
countless hours there and stuff, it, it was tough because she was always there to support me and, and uh, motivate me and help me out. And then uh, she, uh, luckily, I mean, when she, she took her job uh, at UVU, it was, um, I'm not gonna lie, it was, <laughs> it was bittersweet, kinda, just cause like having a GA and, and, you know, go through the grind for four years, she comes in and, and takes something. <laughs> right away and, and for me I was like man like you know I've been doing this for a while now and I'm trying to grind and she gets in and just jumps in right away but um it, it's been it's been fun for the both of us it, it's been definitely tough but um she, she like I said she, she's always been there and then supported me for everything and, um, yeah she was just she was pumped she was pumped for us just as a follow-up to that, Harvey, does does being able to have the full-time position impact her as well in the sense that you'll both be able to continue um, at your respective coaching jobs more efficiently? Because I know she was wondering what the future might bring as far as maybe having to go someplace else. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, we um, we sat down and talked about it and, and kind of mapped out, you know, um, just different scenarios and, and different cases that, that may come up. And um, all in all, we just we we felt like if if it was the right fit, it was the right move that we felt um, that you know was gonna help us along this path as far as you know coaching football and everything. Then she said that she was up for you know going wherever we needed to go and doing whatever we needed to do. And so that that was uh, it was it was tough, but at the same time, like I'm just I was grateful for her, you know willingness to to do something like that and, and to um, just be so selfless about you know, this whole the whole process and, and for me it was tough just because she loves what she's doing she's great she's an amazing coach and, and you know, the girls love her uh their staff you know I'm, I'll, I'll speak for them but i know each and every one of them love having her on staff and she's been doing tremendous things you know from the get-go and so um, it it was Kind of a, I don't know, it's a weird situation to be in because I, I just I didn't know what was going to happen this spring and, and being this would be my last spring as a GA, um, I needed to find something after this and we just yeah, I mean everything worked out and we're blessed and fortunate to be here. But all in all, I mean, she knows if 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 it was meant for her to be the coach and and that was you know, the plan, then she knows I'm, I'm all for it and I support her and everything she does too. So it, we just, yeah, we lucked out. Yeah, Harvey, uh, what uh, what qualifies you for this job and uh, what do you bring to the table to your favorite? Oh, um, so <laughs> this, that's a good question too. It's tough because I, and, and I think, a lot of the uh, the coaches give me a lot of crap about it, but um, I don't like to talk about myself, to be honest. So, um, but as far as this goes, like, I mean, I came in and helped out as a student assistant um, for one season, and then the last four seasons uh, being a grad assistant with um, two very uh, two very different offensive coaching styles, um, 
has, to me, I think it's helped me a ton. It's helped me learn and it's helped me grow as a coach. Um, but just, you know, the, the little things of being a grad assistant, um, I kind of, I, I overlooked it, to be honest. When I first came into this, I, I kind of thought, you know, what am I going to learn from being a grad assistant? And to be honest, I don't, I don't think I would be half the coach I am now and be as prepared as I am now um, had I not had the opportunity to, to be a grad assistant and, and go through um, just a lot of learning curves and um, just, I guess, figuring out, you know, the little nuances of, of coaching um, and then building, obviously building the relationship with the players over the years. That's been a huge thing for me. Um, these, you know, I feel like these guys trust me. They, um, they, they know how I coach. They understand uh, how I teach. They, they seem to, you know, pick it up rather quickly when, when, uh, when I teach them things. And, and uh, I think having, I guess, not being an older coach and having, you know, all these years of experience, it's, you know, people can say whatever they want about that, but um, I've had years and years of, of playing experience, but with that, I've also, you know, I've soaked everything in from, from my playing days as, as a coach, from all the great coaches that, you know, I've been around and, um, you know, all the, uh, the other coaches that, I don't know, if, if you, um, if you, if you're looking for something, you're always going to find, you know, whatever you're looking for, whether it's good or bad. Um, and, for me, like the playing experience has helped me out a ton. Learning from all the different coaches, different offenses, um, and then obviously coaching a position that I, I've played and have played at at every level, I think definitely you know helps me out a ton. And and not to say that you know players make the best coaches or anything like that, but it, it does help quite a bit, especially if you're coaching the position you played and that you feel like you 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 mastered. So I mean that's definitely a few things that, that helped me and, and kind of mold me into I guess the right guy for this position. Yeah, hard my my connection's a little bit in and out here. But I'll try to sneak something in. First congrats um again as well like everybody else has mentioned. But mm-hmm. uh how how do you feel like you're different or, or maybe could be different as Coach Unga as opposed to GA Harvey Unga kind of helping to run the room? Or, or do you feel like you are different? I mean, maybe that's kind of a non-computer, but do you feel like you have the chance to be a little bit different now that now that sort of the position's yours? For sure, yeah. No, and um, I'm glad you asked that because there, uh, I guess there, there was a point in time where um, – some of the coaches may have thought that I may have, I don't know, kind of a setback with commanding a room or um, just being able to like be that kind of presence um, that, that, you know, you need in a coach. But um, I think they realized real quickly and and especially coach Stewart too. And I appreciate him for it because being in a, like just growing up in a Polynesian, background and environment we're always taught to kind of just respect the hierarchy um whether it's you know your elders or if you're in a job position somewhere or whatever it may be 
Um, that, that's just the way that I've been raised. And for me, I, I was always, I tried to be as careful as I could as far as when I, when I chose to speak or, or when I would say things, um, just to make sure that I was respectful of, of Coach Stewart, of, of AJ. Um, cause obviously, you know, he, he, he was a running back coach and I, I, I respected him and, and I wanted to make sure that he knew that and he felt that. And, and I think sometimes some of the other coaches may have saw that as well, you know, maybe Harvey doesn't talk a ton and maybe he's not as loud as you need him to be. Uh, but uh, it was, like I said, I, I'm grateful for Asia because he, he went to bat for me and, and would, you know, if I had suggestions, he would let the coaches know like, Hey, you know, Harvey brought this up, Harvey mentioned this or that. And, and was that voice for me at the time. But for now, you know, it, it's my, I feel like it's my time now. Now I can say whatever I want and, and, um, you know, just, just be that loud and vocal coach that, you know, some of these guys need. Uh, not to say that I'm a super loud person in general, but, um, yeah, I think there's always a time and a place for it as, as a coach. And now I feel like just, I don't have to be so reserved about it and, and be careful. Um, you know, when, when I want to speak and what I want to say. So now I feel like I can chime in and, and add, you know, whatever tidbits that you know, are needed for the offense, for the running backs, for you know, the team in general. I think that's definitely something that'll be different. And, and the boys have seen it. I mean, I've been lucky enough to, to when we had spring ball, uh, coach them up and, and kind of take over that role. And, and they, I think they saw a different side of me for sure. So real quick, Harvey, I was just curious with, um, once you got the position, uh, you were told by Kalani that you were the new RB coach. What was the expectations that Kalani set for you in your, your new role? Um, a lot of it, I think when, I mean, when it's all said and done, I've been here for four years with him. So I kind of already knew his expectations. So he didn't really like set any expectations as far as that goes. Um, really his, his whole thing was just, you know, keep, um, keep trending in, in what we're trying to not only just teach these boys as far as football goes, but, you know, with, with life away from football, you know, keep, keep helping them grow as young men and keep helping them succeed in life away from football. Um, that was, that was something that I, um, you know, I'm grateful that he, he, uh, talked about, but as far as the football side goes, um, he, he really wanted me to, to build that same, you know, dominance that, that the running backs had before I was playing, while I was playing, um, and, and, you know, try to help these guys up their game and, and not just running wise, but, um, he challenged me to, you know, help them and, figure out ways to, to help them succeed in the past game, um, to get more involved in that. Because, um, I mean, obviously in the past, a lot of times that we've had successes has came from when our backs have been able to, um, you know, produce yards receiving just as much as, you know, rushing. So um, on the football standpoint, it's like that was something that he uh, we had a good talk about. And, and um, it was fun just to reminisce and, and you know, Talk about his his heyday and everything, and, and you know how he was utilized in the backfield, even as a fullback slash running back. It's, um, 
you know, he, he wants that same kind of dominance and that same kind of, uh, I guess, presence as far as that goes with the team. Congratulations, Harvey. Um, you're not going to be able to avoid us after practice this evening now since you're. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I would never do that. <laughs> hey, um, what are your thoughts about the running back group? Um, you've got a chance to work with them for a long time and yeah. look for the spring. And with the transfer portal, that might change. But what are your thoughts on the potential of those guys? I love them. I love them. I think um, they they all they all bring um, different elements to the game. Um, but as as a core, um, it's it's their it's a unique group. Um, I um, I've been fortunate enough to to be around them, like you said, long enough to to kind of know the ins and outs of every one of them. But the one thing I think that um, is surprising, and I think I'm praying this fall, you know, it'll it'll happen, but just the diversity of um, each back and, and really how well-rounded they are. I know a lot of people kind of say, oh, well, this back does this, this back does that, you know, maybe – you know, Shannon Finales, your scat back, and, and Jackson McChesney is another, you know, smaller scat back guy, and Beanie and Tyler are more of your heavier setbacks and, and whatnot. But honestly, like, I think every one of those guys um, are, they can do, to me, I feel like they can do it all. And that's one thing that I, I've been telling these guys, you know, to take pride in and, and, and really, like, if you think that you're, you know, not as good at something, then work your butt off and, and become great at that. And then everything else, will it'll fall into place and it'll work out. So, honestly, I think that's, to me, it's it's been the first few days of spring, I think it's been a pleasant surprise to see, like, them really step up to the challenge and then actually, like, go out there and, and not just try but they were there they were doing it and they, they believed in it wholeheartedly and that was something to me that I thought was awesome like I, I think you know each of these backs have the capability and, and, and the ability to to be that well-rounded back that can you know catch the ball out of the backfield they can run you know on a third and short or goal line and, and make those tough yards and score um, and if you know we need them to pass protect they can still do that too so I'm enjoying it. I'll make this quick, but uh, in terms of recruiting, I don't know if this has been asked. I've been dropping in and out with my connection, but in terms of recruiting, what do you feel like qualifies you, and what have you done to prepare yourself to go out on the road and recruit guys now? Oh, that's that's, uh, that's a really, really good question because, I mean, obviously recruiting is the, uh, the life and bloodline of, of college football, but um, I think one of the biggest things that, that helps uh, – someone in my position is BYU is a unique place, obviously, in and of itself. That being said, um, having been here, having seen both, um, how do I afford this? Both the, um, I don't know, like the, the academic side, the honor code side, the football side, like I've been able to see the full spectrum and actually have, um, have dealt with the full spectrum. Um, it, it definitely helps me out as far as being transparent with the recruits, um, 
really telling them exactly, you know, how how things are and just explaining to them, you know, what what type of school BYU is and, and what we offer and everything like that. Um, and then as far as, like, in-state recruiting, like, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but like, I would love to go, you know, toe-to-toe with any of the other coaches in-state as far as recruiting for someone. I'll recruit my butt off for whoever, you know, it is in state. And um, I feel like being from here, understanding, you know, obviously the, the state and, and trying to win the best players over here and stuff. Um, I feel like, I, you know, I, I'll do just fine. I, I can relate to the kids that, that live here. Um, and then it, it was funny because I like thinking about it. I'm, I'm a, I guess a Polynesian kid or a minority that grew up on the east bench of Provo, Utah, with no money, um, and have like have made it at BYU. I've, I've played here, made it through here, graduated, you know, accomplished goals that I had set. But I think having come from that kind of background, I feel like I can I can relate to anyone. In in my opinion, I've I've had you know. My, I don't know, bouts with not having money growing up and everything like that. And I've also, like I said, I lived on the East Bench of Provo where I, I was around kids with a lot of money and kind of understand that whole dynamic and, and can relate to those guys. And then obviously being a minority, um, you know, there's that aspect of it too. But growing up in Provo, Utah, there's not a lot of diversity. so. Um, it's, I mean, there's a lot of different things that I think have helped me um, just prepare for the whole recruiting process. And, and Kalani's been gracious enough to allow me to, to recruit here in state um, a little bit. And it, it was, I mean, to me, I don't think it's, there's no like secret formula or anything like that. It's just going out and, and putting in the work the time and just grinding it out and then building the relationships and kind of, yeah, just taking it from there. And a quick follow-up to that. Have you already started building a network with, I guess, national coaches, et cetera, or national, a national recruiting base where you can go out outside the state of Utah and talk to high school coaches outside the state if need be? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's, um, I've, I've been fortunate enough to, to meet a bunch of different coaches going to the coaches convention um, and then there's each year when we have our coaches clinic, um, one of, one of the things that, that Kalani talked to me about early on was building the relationship with those high school coaches that come in for our coaches clinic. So, and, and surprisingly, there, there was quite a bit from out of state and having built those relationships during the, even just the, the small amount of time, um, uh, with our coaches clinic, it's been a huge blessing for me. And, and now moving forward with this, you know, I, I still, I keep in contact with those coaches out of state and um, there, there's been uh, quite a few guys actually too that, that I've, I've played with um, both here at BYU and after BYU that are now high school coaches at some pretty um, prominent high schools throughout the country. And, uh, you know, just little, little things like that and, and relationships that I've been able to build has definitely helped me as far as, you know, getting ready to hit the road outside of, of Utah. I missed your, your first reaction, your thoughts of Provo Kid. You mentioned a little bit, but 
returning home and being a part of the coaching staff at a place you're kind of a legend. <laughs> I, I I appreciate that. I don't know if I'm a legend or anything, but uh, <laughs> I uh, definitely am, am more than more than grateful and and. I thank Heavenly Father every morning for it too. Like on my way to work, you know, I, I'm. I, I there's a point in time where I I'm I hit the road and and I'm on my way here, and I I just I know that's like my my prayer stretch where I'm driving and just thank Him every day for it because this is I mean it's been a dream of mine to, to to be here to to coach you know at this university and then and then to coach a position that I love and and um, and just passionate about like didn't ask for anything better so it's been a huge blessing and, and a humbling experience have you just jumped right in there you feel you're part of the group now with Kalani staff and everybody there on the offensive side yeah honestly like these guys know I don't um and Kenny can attest to it too whoever I, I I feel like whoever I meet or whoever I you know come in contact with I try my best to um just be as, as kind as possible and as you know, as, as welcoming as possible. And so when I first came in as a, as a grad assistant, um, you know, all, all the coaches from Ty's staff um, to now Coach Grimes' staff, um, they, they've all treated me with the utmost respect and, and have been just, you know, amazing guys to, to be around. And so now transitioning into um, the full-time thing, like I, I can't count how many text messages I've gotten from like Fessy and – Coach Clark and all these guys just giving me crap about me thinking I'm big time now and whatnot and just joking around and stuff. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, nothing's, nothing's really changed as far as that goes. They still treat you the same and it's, it's been a, it's been a good, um, transition so far. Hey, Harp, I'll jump in real quick. Jared again. Yeah. Hey, the, um, I just wondered, you touched on a little bit, you know, talking to the boys, but what were the, what was it like when they got the news that that you were taking in uh, taking that full time role? I mean, you'd already been doing it during spring when you had it. And what was it like for what was their interactions like when when they heard that? Um, I think it, there was like every every one of them reached out to me and called me like one after the next after the next. well some were on top of each other, but it was awesome. Like every every one of them was just you know saying congrats. You know, we're, we're excited to just keep going and, and, you know, they, um, yeah, they were just ecstatic about it. And it's, it's been, it's been fun. Like I, 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 these guys know I love them to death and they know I'll do anything for them. And, and um, it was, yeah, it was, it was just cool to see just the support and the love and, and everything that those guys have. And, um, you know, hopefully I can just live up to whatever uh, expectations they have and, if anything, hopefully, you know, exceed those and prepare them for, you know, every everything to come their way. I'm going to jump back in. Um, so you mentioned that when you first arrived to BYU as a player, you had no idea that you would have the career that you did. Now jumping in as a coach, what expectations do you have for yourself and what sort, sort of uh, short-term and long-term goals do you have while in this position? Norma, you're just coming out with fire today. Um, Honestly, the uh, and and I joke around sometimes, but I guess there's always some truth to every joke. But I um, I mess around with Kalani, and I I always tell him like, hey man, I hope you know I'm, I'm coming for your seat. But 
obviously that's that's a long term that's a long term goal. I'd love to be there and and love to have that that opportunity. You know, who knows how many years down the road. But um, for now, obviously, you know, trying to to master this, you know, just coaching this position um, and and do the best that I can at it. But uh, I think I, I I mean eventually I, I'd like to diversify the the positions that I coach. Um, so if it, it, you know, moving to another position and coaching another position, I think is something that I, I'd love to do and, and would, you know, be more than happy to do. And then after this whole, you know, the position coach thing, um, jumping into the coordinator spot, um, would just kind of go with the flow of everything and, and the transition as far as, um, trying to reach those, you know, the long-term goals of, of being a head coach someday. And, um, you know, whether it's here at BYU or somewhere, I, you know, that's, that's the goal and the aspiration and something that, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best to, you know, to do and, and accomplish. And I'm not, I don't know, I'm always just kind of taking it one step at a time from my playing days to even now as a coach. I don't try not to jump ahead of myself and, take it, you know, one year at a time and, and make the best out of that year and then the following year do the same. And then eventually I think things will they'll work out how they're supposed to work out. So, thanks for asking that, Norma. Good question. I was going to hit you with another one. Um, yeah. You were talking about diversity and me as a first-generation Mexican-American who grew up on the border, now living in Orem, <laughs> yes, like there is a lack of diversity here and a lack of diversity in general at BYU, but the football team does seem to bring in some diverse players. So how do you sort of using your background and your knowledge help those kids adjust and just help them out here at BYU? Um, so, and I don't even, I don't know if I should, I'm just going to say it, whatever. I was the black sheep of the family growing up. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I did I guess I, I wasn't your picture perfect kid growing up. Um, and I'm, Super grateful for my parents. They, they did an amazing job of, of raising me and my siblings. But I was just always, a, you know, kind of a thick-headed kid and thought I knew everything and tried to do everything. And so I definitely learned things the hard way. Um, and, and especially being, you know, from Provo, Utah, it's a small-knit community. There's not a lot of ton of people that um, that don't know each other out here. Everyone seems to know everyone. Um, and so it, like, Having gone through both the ups and the downs from like the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, um, I think that helps me relate to a lot of kids in a sense where um, I, I've noticed like they, they seem to be a lot more open once they, they kind of know my story and my background of of who I am, where I came from, and then the, uh, the ups and downs that I've been through. And, and I think that's for, for these guys. Um, they, know, they, they kind of, they just, they feel, I guess, I don't know, that I'm being genuine whenever I'm trying to talk to them and, and explain things to them and let them know, like, you know, the do's and don'ts. And I'm not just saying it just because it's on the honor code. I'm saying it because I, I've lived it and I've had my, you know, ups and downs. So that's, that's definitely something that, that has helped me out. Uh, as far as being a coach, but also a mentor and, and somebody that can help these kids out. Um, and then for the kids out of state too, like I, I mean, I lived in Chicago for five years 
and then I was in Carolina, Jacksonville, and had my fair share of uh, diversity out there and, and the real world and, and you know life outside of the bubble, so to speak. Um, it definitely helped me out, you know, relate a ton to these guys that, that are from out of state and um, that are coming here to something super foreign and super different. Uh, and you know that. I mean, obviously, moving to Orem, Utah, it's the culture shock. So it's, yeah, it's something that's tell me out of time. How nice was it to have this, like this news come in with everything that you guys, you know, that's been going on and your family dealing with everything and how nice was it to have something positive to kind of focus on a little bit? It's honestly, it's, it's been really, really, really just helpful and, and, and um, just a breath of fresh air, like you said, among all the stuff that's going on in the world. Um, just the craziness and everything. It's 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 nice to just sit back and and know that you know something good has has happened, and I don't have to stay in my house and go crazy and stuff, and drive my wife and kids crazy. It's, it's been nice to you know have this this surprise, and and on top of it too, it's it's my mom's birthday today, so that was like a, another added bonus for that. So it's I, I gotta, I gotta give her a call after this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been awesome. I'm I'm just super grateful for it, and, and you know, I I'm sure everything everything will work out. You know, with with all that's going on, all the craziness and stuff, I think everything it'll work out, and everything will be fine. And you know, I'm optimistic about the future and everything like that. 